Is working from home getting to be too much? Not ready to return to the long commute or the hassles of the city? Or maybe you need the space and resources to start a new adventure. Then it's time to get smart. The Smart Center in Greenville offers office space, conference rooms, high-speed internet, and the amenities of a professional work environment with the small-town charm of Greenville, Illinois. The Smart Center also offers a podcast studio, test kitchen, and versatile event options. For more information, log on to greenvillesmart.com or call 618-664-9272 and get smart. The Smart Center in Greenville. Welcome to the Greenville Smart Podcast, uh, episode 58. I can't believe it. I'm your host, Elaine McNamara, the Director of Operations here at the Smart Center in Greenville and the Executive Director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce. Before we get started and I introduce my guest, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Bradford National Bank, with locations in Greenville, Highland, and Marine, and online, bradfordbank.com. And Entertech Global, Entertech Global Geothermal and Solar Energy Solutions, modern to- technology. It's going to save you money and save the planet. How about that? EntertechUSA.com. Also, Greenville University, which makes the Greenville Smart Building and Podcast possible and my job. And the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, also making my job possible and Letting me work with folks like my guest today. He's back. You know him. You love him. He's been on the podcast. This may be the fourth, fifth time. I don't know, but he's a fan favorite. It's Jess Adam. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Jess Adam, tourism director for the city of Greenville. Welcome back, my friend. Always fun. Yes. You know. Being with you anytime, whether microphones or cameras are present, is always a good time. And uh, when those microphones or cameras are present, then everybody else gets to see how much of a good time oh, we have together. Back at you. We have a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, we're going to start something new today, too. If I, if you remember from my uh, last email, um, I'm calling it What's Cooking in Greenville. Yeah. Be a little bit like the delish dish, yeah. maybe, you think. <laughs> we'll be doing a little Facebook Live. Nothing long, nothing drawn out. Little, right. little cooking in the kitchen. Up on the third floor of the Smart Center. Yeah. So we'll get to that. Cooking and gabbing. We're going to be great. What's cooking? What's cooking? What's cooking, Jess? We'll get to that. But we hope to make that a regular uh, feature here when we have the time because our our schedules are busy and they're getting busier thanks to you, my friend. Well, tis the season. It is. I, you know, we had a, a chamber meeting this morning, a new faces meeting, and I'm reading off the list of events uh, coming to Greenville, which is very exciting because some towns still aren't having events. Right. But we're chock full of events. I mean, yes. you can't throw a stone from May 1st to May 5th without hitting <laughs> two or three, four events. And that's what's happening. So I want to get into the events that you've got going sure. on. And I'm just going to go chronological order if you don't mind. Yeah. First, Saturday, this Saturday, May 1st, Saturday. Farmer's Market. That's right. Tell me about it. Absolutely. So this is the very first of a new form of Farmer's Markets for uh, Greenville. And like you said, May 1st is going to start at 9 a.m. and go to 1 p.m. Location is going to be the uh, city-owned municipal parking lot on South 2nd Street. Uh, it's going to be behind Rex's Quick Lube and in front of NACO Printing. So if you're local enough and know those two places, you know where I'm talking about. Um, and I'm really excited about this uh, farmer's market because 
of its difference from other ones. And, and, uh, and the difference is we're focusing, featuring, and uh, specializing in products that are made, grown, assembled, created in Greenville, in Bond County, in our surrounding communities. And, uh, and I, I think that's something that's really unique and special because there are so many uh, creators and creative people here uh, in Greenville and Bond County, and and uh, they're making jewelry and art and uh, the the skills that go into even cookies and cupcakes that are coming out of this town now. And we we uh, need an opportunity to showcase those products, and this is a perfect way to do that. And um, so we've got a lot of different people that are signing up for vendor space, and I know that we're going to have more and more people sign up as this year goes on because produce is going to start ripening up in the garden, and uh, we'll have zucchinis and tomatoes and all that good stuff that'll be up there. And uh, and as the word gets out, too, we know there's going to be more people that are going to want to take part in it. So uh, it's going to be once a month on the very first Saturday of every month, May through October. So we've got a string of them here in front of us. And all of them are going to be from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. in that same 2nd Street parking lot. If we outgrow it, we may have to find another location. But we're going to stick there until uh, until we need to make a change. Um, we're also going to have uh, two food trucks are going to be operating that day. Uh, Wise Place at Mulberry Grove. White Kreiner, he's, he's going to be there and set up for breakfast and lunch. Um, and uh, Pull and Pork Barbecue uh, is going to have their location on uh, South 3rd Street. It's going to be open. And uh, they're going to have breakfast and lunch going there as well. And because of the farmer's market. And uh, it's going to be terrific. That's I'm very excited. Excellent. I'm very excited as well because uh, we've been we've been talking about this. You you brought this idea, gosh, uh, a little while back. And it, seeing it come to, you know, fruition. Is that the right word, Jess? Right. Yeah, okay. that's it. Um, <laughs> that's very <laughs> exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, who doesn't love a farmer's market? And uh, whether you're a vendor or um, a shopper, it's a, just a great time to come explore our community. Right. And, um, you know, and maybe make some new friends, see what's out there, see the talents in Bond County. If uh, someone wants to become a vendor, where do they go? They can go to GreenvilleIllinois.com. Spell out the word Illinois all long ways like your grammar school teacher taught you. GreenvilleIllinois.com. Scroll down that front homepage and you will find on the right side of that page a link that says Farmer's Market Registration. And that's where you can go look at that application. It's got all the information that you need if you're if you're just wanting some more info or wanting to know those exact dates and when that's happening. Um, you can look through that application without actually having to submit it or anything. So you can see all the details and then make your decision whether or not you want to uh, register. And our, our vendor fees, I think, are very uh, respectful and frugal. Um, vendor fees are 20 bucks uh, per space per month. And that goes purely to cover the advertising cost and to kind of cost share that with the city and with tourism. And um, so, yeah, it's really terrific. We've got, we've got some CEO students from the CEO program that are going to be there. And we're even giving them a reduced rate to sign up because we know that they're getting started and we want to support that. So this is a terrific time for people to come visit Greenville, take in our attractions that are here and open every day, and then add this to it. So this will be a great, fun weekend in Greenville, farmer's market style. I love it. And again, that first one is this Saturday, May 1st, and as Jess said, 9 a.m. to 1. But wait, there's more. There's more. Can I ask you about this one? This one is not one of your new events, but it is a tourism um, Spring Fling Festival at American, that was hard for me to say, Spring Fling Festival 
at the American Farm Heritage Museum. What can you tell us about that? On May 8th. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I don't have the times stuck in my head quite yet, but I think it starts at 8 a.m. Yeah. to 4 p.m. Yes, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. on May the 8th at the American Farm Heritage Museum, which is uh, right off of Interstate I-70 on exit 45. Um, and it's it's... I, I think this is a really terrific expansion on what they've been doing every year. They've had their spring fling um, for a number of years now, and that's usually has uh, uh, some things you'd expect to find at the Farm Heritage Museum, some uh, antique tractors and things like that out, a flea market and some other things. But this year, it's very special. For the first time, they're having a barbecue contest. Oh. And they have over 20 registered uh, groups that are putting together... Uh, barbecue that day and uh, for i think it's ten dollars you can buy a wristband and you get unlimited samples at all of these 20 different people that are signing up to do barbecue terrific time to come and eat lunch and maybe a little more uh from 8 a.m to 4 you can have three meals out of that i, I think, think so. out of a ten dollar armband <laughs> i don't know uh but there's gonna be a flea market out there lots to see and do and they've also they've got um, some playground stuff for kids out there hills fort uh, we'll be open that day, and we'll have some reenactors there. You can go check out the cabins and the fort, the blacksmith shop. Uh, it'll be really terrific. The American Heritage Railroad, which is also on the uh, American Farm Heritage grounds, will be open, I believe, and have the train running. So you can buy a ticket and ride on uh, a mile-long track in, a, in this cool train that you get to sit up in. Your kids will love that. And uh, barbecue flea market what's not to love i love it is there an age limit for the train like am i too old to ride the train you are not too old to ride the train <gasps> okay. children two years i don't know how i know this i do know how i know this but uh, <laughs> children two years old or younger do not need a ticket to ride you got a ticket to ride and uh and uh let's see here I think there may be something for children under 12, too, that there's a reduced fare. I can't, I'm not really sure about that now. Um, but yeah, anybody, anybody, yeah. if you can climb in that train, you can ride it. You got to get a ticket and you're good to go. Oh, Adults, excited. everyone. Yeah. I haven't ridden it yet, but I've always either. wanted to. Let's do that. We should do that. Let's what's cook on a oh, train. Oh, we could do that. <laughs> Cooking on a train. Yeah. Jess and Elaine. Hey, yeah, we'll bring rhymes. a hot plate. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it yeah we could go old school and have a coal-powered hot plate Ooh. <laughs> maybe put it on the engine i don't yeah. know wacky ideas so that's may 8th <laughs> uh look for that um follow the american farm heritage museum on facebook you can find their fa their website as well and uh, of course we will share the information with you um if you'd like to get on our email list by all means email me greenvilleilchamber at gmail.com for all the list of events that are coming up but wait, there's more. There is more. Because, okay, we did the first two Saturdays of May. Yeah. Now the third Saturday of May. Absolutely, May 15th. It's Museum Day. It is Museum Day in Greenville, Illinois. May 18th uh, is International Museum Day, and that's a Tuesday, so that's not a real great tourist day. <laughs> uh, so we just decided to back that date up a little bit for our Greenville Museum Day. So on May 15th. Uh, we've got eight different museums here locally or, or interesting spots for you uh, to be able to go through and tour. And uh, most of those spots are going to have added attractions for the day. Uh, I know the DeMolin uh, Museum is going to have a goat petting zoo. There's oh. going to be Wise Place Food Truck is going to be there that day. Uh, there's going to be a caricature artist and some other stuff going on. 
and it's really terrific. So you can find out more information about what the Demolin uh, Museum has going on if you go to Demolin Museum sure. on Facebook and check that out, and they'll be announcing that. Um, the mausoleum at Montrose Cemetery will be open. Oh, and that's so uh, cool. So you'll be able to go in there and check out the uh, crypts. It's really, if you've not been in there, it's super cool looking. Very, very interesting. They've been doing some repairs over there, so we're hoping that's all cleaned up and good by uh, the 15th. Also, the uh, Bond County Historical Society will be having their grand opening of their yes. new location for their museum. And uh, that's at uh, 4th and Winter. And uh, it's going to be really terrific in the, in the U.S. DeMullen Mansion. And so folks will be able to go and see that and tour that. They'll have lots of things going on that day. Uh, that American Heritage Railroad is going to be running the train. Uh, yeah. And uh, Hills Fort will be open. The one-room schoolhouse will be open and uh, staff with people. And it's, it's really an interesting uh, time for folks locally to be able to step out and see what's in their community that maybe they haven't seen before. And I know at the DeMullen Museum, things change a lot. New things come in. So if you've been a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, it's different now. And oh, yeah. through COVID, a lot of these people have been working on new things. And so you want to go see that, support those local museums, because they have had their doors basically locked up and shut uh, through most of the pandemic so far. And so now now that we're uh, able to get out of the woods a little bit and see that there's a clearing ahead, uh, it's a great opportunity to uh, get out and see support those local museums, see what they've got going on that's new. And uh, there's an added bonus, Elaine. What is for it, Jess? So we're having what we're calling museum passports. Ooh. And so at any of those locations that you stop at, uh, the, the public library is another one that I haven't mentioned yet. It's going to be open that day and uh, available for an architectural tour. You get to see some of the unique features of a Carnegie library. Exactly. And uh, so when you go to any of those locations, you there will be a little card there, a little postcard looking thing, and it'll say Museum Day Passport on it. It's going to have every one of those eight locations listed and their address so you can find them easily if you're needing navigational assistance from your phone. And uh, if you get every one of, if you visit every one of those stops and get it signed by someone who works there or volunteering there for the day, once you fill up that card, wherever you end up, wherever your last stop is that day, because there's there's no route, you get to choose your adventure here. Awesome. Uh, you turn in that card once it's all completedly and you've uh, completedly signed. Completely. That's not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Completely signed. There you go. At every one of the stops. Turn that card in. We're going to pick out one lucky winner. going to get $50 in Boco Bucks to spend locally here in town uh, at one of our fine uh, retailers or shops yes. or whatever. And uh, so Museum Day, great opportunity. And that's going to be from, we've changed the time of that one a little bit, and it is now going to be from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And uh, again, goat petting zoo, one room schoolhouse. Uh, the library, the mausoleum, Hillsfort, uh, Heritage Railroad. Um, yeah, it's re really terrific. I'm, I'm super excited about it. And I know, I know folks will have a good time that day running around seeing all these fun sites. Oh, yeah. I love everything about that. I'll, you had me at goat petting. I know. Little baby goat, goats and stuff. They're oh, adorable. Uh, and train rides and petting goats. I'm all about it. Yeah. And also that day, um, when you're on your way to Greenville or on your way um, back west, if you're coming from that direction, mm -hmm. stop in Pocahontas. There's going to they're gonna oh, have flea yeah. market day. Um, Pocahontas flea market from 9 to 5. So you could go before or after. Uh, make a whole day of it in Bond County, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right. So that's the first, second, and third Saturdays. Now we're going to go ahead and – well – yeah, we're going to go ahead and skip to the fifth Saturday. There's five Saturdays in, in May. There is. Five. Um, actually, this is actually a Friday, so 
I take that back. <laughs> there weekend. is five Saturdays, but this is the Friday before the fifth Saturday. <laughs> because it, it, it would be different if it was Family Fun Saturday. But it's Family Fun Friday, yes. the first ever. Yes, on May 28th from 5 to 7 p.m., downtown Greenville on the Bond County Courthouse Square and surrounding areas. Um, we are going to start, uh, this is the very first of six Family Fun Fridays we're going to have through the summer, leading us into uh, the uh, middle of August. And uh, very excited about this. Every single one of these Family Fun Fridays has a different theme. And there's going to be activities, uh, free activities for kids, families to be able to come downtown, enjoy our beautiful downtown uh, together, play some games, have family fun right here at home. And uh, I, one of the things that I um, am really hoping that as we're coming out of the pandemic and lockdown and everything that folks really still cling to is that spending time together and not, you know, I know a lot of us probably are ready to, to break out and get away <laughs> from our loved ones maybe a little bit, but that I, I think um, uh, in the fullness of time, we'll cherish some things from, the, from this uh, experience that we've all shared. But I th really hope that we can still cling to that family spirit and togetherness. And uh, the Family Fun Friday nights are going to be a uh, way to hopefully foster that and encourage that a little bit, as well as keeping folks local on a Friday night. Yes. Um, that weekend, that weekend money can make a big difference to our local economy and our local businesses. Um, so instead of maybe driving out of town and going into the big city or something like that on a Friday night, grab the kids, come downtown, uh, play some games. Our very first theme for the very first one on May 28th is going to be adventure. We're going to have a downtown scavenger hunt uh, for various different age uh, age groups. So if you're uh, if you've got uh, maybe some teenagers who don't want to do something that they think a little kid would want to do. We'll have something specifically for them. And we'll have something, uh, a scavenger hunt for little ones. It'll make it a little bit easier for them to find. Um, uh, we're going to have food trucks are going to be there. So you can purchase uh, dinner or you could stop at one of our restaurants here downtown and pick up dinner. Um, lots of fun stuff. Businesses are getting involved too, and they're going to host uh, some different activities and games. And so we're looking for more businesses who'd want to participate in that because we have these, like I said, we've got six of them. So there's plenty of opportunities uh, for your business to participate as part of a grassroots campaign, giving back to the community. And uh, we're, we're really excited about it. But it's, it's also May 28th is technically, according to the school calendar, what? the last day of school. So let's celebrate ah. and celebrate the start of summer break with a downtown family fun night on May 28th from 5 to 7 p.m. Uh, grab the whole family, bring grandma, grandpa, and the kids, and mom and dad, and come on down. Lots of fun games to play. Um, if I dug around in my notes here, I could probably give you some real specific things, and that's what I should have done before we started talking. <laughs> well, I could uh, I could vamp for a while. I could sing vamp. a little Alice Cooper, School's Out. Well, Would it's that also be possible that it's not no. in my stack. <laughs> okay. And uh, we'll just be flying blind here. But um, it's uh, I know during the um, sports event, which will be on June 11th, which is the next Friday Family mm -hmm. Fun Night, um, the G basketball team, some of those members oh. are going to come up and we're going to have a uh, basketball shootout. Awesome. Um, and right here in the area. And uh, it'll be really interesting, I, I hope, to... Uh, what about... what? What's the um, one... Um, Friday where you're going to have the bicycle parade? Did you want to yeah, tell me about one that? Yeah, one of our themes, believe it or not, is going to be transportation. Mm -hmm. And uh, so what that means is we're going to have lots of big trucks and cars and vans, and uh, I'm hoping we can get a couple of tractors and, and just different forms of transportation. Yeah. Um, and we're going to invite kids to bring their bicycles to that event and decorate them. <laughs> 
And then we're going to have a bike parade Aww. up to GU campus from downtown. And then once we get to campus, we'll do something there, have ice cream or something like yeah. that available there. Um, yeah, kind of harken back a little bit to the old days of the bicycle yeah. parade. And that will be actually on uh, August 16th, I believe. That is the, our our final hurrah as we go back into school. And that'll be our back to school party. Very cool. Uh, and yeah, and we'll literally go to school. We'll go right to the we university. Sh- we sure will. And uh, it'll be it'll be a super fun experience. Um, if you want to find out more information about these different events, you can watch two different Facebook page vi- pages very carefully. One is the City of Greenville's Facebook page, as well as Events in Greenville, Illinois. You can yeah. search for that, and uh, that's where you'll find the most up-to-date information. And uh, yeah, very excited about uh all the things going on and so month is jam-packed full no kidding i got and there's like one we whole... didn't even mention what well that stuck in my head on may 1st is the uh, classic car cruise in at the courthouse yes how could i forget that is um so we got the farmer's market during the day and then you've got the cruise in that evening five to eight everybody yeah. loves this cruise in too absolutely it's Come gonna... out to the square oh yeah it's oh, a man. fun time uh limb roads uh foundation will be set up and they're going to be selling some grub that night uh, and uh, raising some money to help um, people who are affected by cancer. Yeah. And uh, lots of classic cars, custom cars to come check out. And we're really thankful for the uh, folks at J- J&R Collision uh, for putting on this event every year. They they took something that had been uh, uh, very well cared for over the years as this event's developed, and they picked it up when it needed to be. Yeah. And uh, they've done a terrific job, Allison and Nick, um, have really worked hard to make this a special event. And then they're going to have the second one later this fall. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah, they do a great job. And you'll see some beautiful cars. You're into cars. Even if you don't think you're into cars, come on out because oh, yeah. cars are like works of art. Oh, yeah. 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 I, you know, my first car show, I thought, well, that's a car show. Whatever. I'm not a car person. No. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a little bit of a car person because you see them and then you're like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, yeah. You'll see something that you'll, you'll oh, yeah. get all excited about. Exactly. <laughs> and then another um, shout out to another cruise in um, May 8th, uh, Lou Bob's. Yeah. They'll have their second annual cruise Absolutely. in at Lou Bob's restaurant out there uh, near the um, exit 45 again, right? Not, not too far from there, just off 70. Right. So lots of things happening. Um, and also there's a big, big trust auction going on May 20th through the 21st. Oh, yes. Um, Ali Schaefer's trust auction. So there'll be a lot of very interesting um, interesting items there because uh, this man was with if you're oh, the, yeah. the Co- farm collector. machinery. The collector, collector of, for years yeah. and years and years and years and years. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, uh, as we are the home of the American Farm Heritage Museum, it's uh, we're going to be full of tractor-loving people. Oh, definitely. That weekend. And uh, I, I'm excited about that. I think that's going to be um, a uh, really interesting experience to have that many people come into town yeah. for that specific purpose of going to that auction. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be terrific. I, I'm excited just to go and kind of people watch. Oh, at no that kidding. Thing. <laughs> It'll yeah. be a it's going to bring people in from all over, which is, again, great for Greenville and our surrounding Absolutely. Um, towns. So yeah. that's excellent. Well, thank you so much for filling us in on all of those things. Yeah, my pleasure. Th- this now is the segment that's about you, Jess. Oh. I call it the Larry King segment. Turn down your volume. No, turn up and pay attention because <laughs> this is when it gets fun. So, you know, as you know, Larry King passed um, not too long ago. And right. I was watching some of his interviews and... Sometimes I thought, Larry King's, you're crazy. And sometimes like, oh, that's a good question. Um, so I just took all of them, crazy and non-crazy questions. I won't try to imitate him, 
Maybe a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I can do it, but uh, <laughs> we'll see what we got. This is the segment we get to know our guest a little bit more. Some things you might not know. Um, maybe some everyday things. Maybe some weird things. We'll just see where this goes. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Now, you're not from here, so let's first talk no. about where are you from, Jess, Adam? I am from the uh, the backwoods of Cumberland County, Illinois. I actually grew up between two small towns, uh, and they are Neoga and Toledo. And literally in the middle of these two very, very small towns. Um, and it was fun. My address was Toledo, but I was in the Neoka School District. lived right on the district line. And uh, yeah, grew up, have uh, three older brothers. And uh, I'm fortunate enough to have them all still with me. And my parents are still, uh, still kicking. And they're still married and make their home there still as well. Excellent. Now that's why we get along. We both have three older brothers, so we have endured a lot of punishment. Oh, over we the know years. pain. We know pain. Yes. We have learned sarcasm oh, as a survival yes. Yes. tool. Yeah. We know. That's why we're and kindred a, spirits. And the benefit of a quick escape. If yes. You can know your exits and know how to run. Yeah. So don't mess with us because we're wiry <laughs> and we're sneaky because we had to be yeah. to survive. All right. Um, let's see. If you could trade places with someone for a day. Who would it be? Oh, that's fun. Um, can I pick someone who's dead? Sure. I don't. Well, well they wouldn't be doing too much. Well, yeah. Uh, well, let's say I. I think uh, one of the people that I. Well, here's someone, Dick Van Dyke. I know he's older and I'll get out, and he's probably a uh, you know. He's like a hundred years old. Reaching now or a conclusion. Like yeah. But. I think that man is fascinating. I've read a couple of his uh, biographies, and his story is one that's very unique, um, but someone who's brought so much joy to so many people over the years, yeah. and really, uh, uh, one of my favorite things I learned about him through my reading was that he turned down a lot of work because he wanted to, everything he wanted to do professionally, he wanted to be able to show his children. Aww. So he wouldn't do anything that he thought that he would not want them to see. And I think that's that's a testament of a good heart and a good father. So, yeah. That is. Yeah. I think the only thing I've ever seen him in where he was maybe not so nice was Night at the Museum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, everybody loves Dick Van Dyke. If you find someone that says, oh, I hate that Dick Van Dyke, well, then they're no good. That's right. So, there nope. you go. No, nope. Write them off immediately. Exactly. That's a good judge of character. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Let's see. Who is a person uh, that you would say has influenced your life the most, aside from parents? Ooh, can do. Um, and it could be someone you know personally or someone you don't know that you, I don't know. Uh, well, somebody who probably had the most impact on me in my formative years um, was... Uh, probably my favorite school teacher he was uh, my uh, he taught music at Neoga High School his name is Doug McClure and uh, he I was started in band with him when I was in fifth grade and he was my band teacher all the way through high school and also directed the jazz band and he also was the theater guy so he put on plays and directed them and he built the set and uh, he's so dedicated to our community there back home um, he went back and got his master's in theater design so he could build better sets for the theater wow. program at the high school. And uh, he's, he's, uh, he taught me uh, a lot about creativity and about performance, but he also taught me a lot about how to uh, run at a goal full force and um, how to try to create the world you want to live in. Interesting. Yeah. 
that's really good. Yeah. I wonder if he knows that. He had that impact on you. No, he doesn't. And I actually was thinking last night, like, shouldn't I call him and talk? I should talk to him. I should call him. I should say what I want. Yeah. I, you know, I, I go back and forth on that. I have a teacher that I recently friended on Facebook from my childhood. I actually thought she had passed. And I mm-hmm. found her. I'm like, wow. And I found something that she wrote to me back in sixth grade that I'd completely forgotten. And it really impacted me a little bit. I found it, you know, years ago, but it impacted me. And it was like, it just gave me a little oomph. Yeah. And it said, you're destined to do great things. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And it was like, a, you know, it wasn't like just something that she, a card. It was something right. she wrote to me. And yeah. Like, oh, that's really sweet. Those personal notes mean a lot. I, they do. They do. So I think, yeah, reaching back to them and telling them that they made that impression, I think that's pretty neat. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Secret talent. Um, secret talent. See, I've made a living off of my talents. You have a lot of, yeah, uh, talents that we know about. Is there one that we don't know about? uh, Can you walk on your hands? Can you? No. Can you use a loom? No, I can. I can crochet. Oh, okay. Sew. I didn't know this about you. Uh, I've well, being in theater, yeah. kind of like learn a lot of skills about a lot of different stuff, yeah. and that was that was uh, theater, and that has been a big part of my life. When I worked at uh, Greenville University, and uh, before that too, as a, as a college student and as a high school student, and then my professional work a little. Um, but I've learned to do everything: style wigs, so <laughs> do alterations to clothes, uh, uh, lots of different stuff like that. I don't enjoy it necessarily. <laughs> But I can, I can do it. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll say that. That's my, that's my secret talent. I didn't know that. Yeah. Sewing. I can order an Afghan. I know yeah. who to go to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, this, I don't know if this is your current job. Um, what's the job that you've enjoyed most? Ooh. Well, let's take my current job out of the running okay. because we'll think of previous jobs I enjoyed the most. Um, I, I've honestly enjoyed pretty much everything that I've done uh, with the exception of working at a movie theater. I did that when I was super young. I didn't have fun there, but um, I was young and stupid, Uh, (laughs) but I honestly, it's a toss. It's a toss up between two fairly recent things. um, And I had them both at the top of my list because of different reasons. I loved having Adam bros coffee house when I was the owner operator of that. Um, and it wasn't so much the owning of the own business, but uh, being kind of like a, uh, uh, I don't, I felt kind of like it, in, in Greenville, we've never really had like a downtown bar or something before. So I felt like Greenville's version of a bartender. Yeah. Uh, I was behind the bar all day, slinging coffee. Folks would come in and tell me their troubles and pour out their hearts to me and then get back in their car and drive away. Yeah. And uh, that experience was really interesting. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, some days it was a little heavy, but you know, it was, it was a really unique experience to have. Uh, and I also really, really, really loved, uh, being the uh, executive director of the factory theater at uh, Greenville university. Um, I got to work with, uh, so many different kinds of students, ones that wanted to have a career in performing arts and some that had never, ever considered that they would even ever be on a stage. Um, and I, I liked having those mix, that mix of super outgoing people and not so outgoing people and putting them together and finding ways for them to work together sure. and to better each other and bringing in entertainment and joy to the community with our productions. Um, 
It was a really fabulous experience. I got to work with Chris Borwick, another GU employee, um, who's a wonderful human being and uh, made that experience an even more uh, meaningful and joyful one. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What fun. What fun. Any, anytime you can take part in community theater or school theater, um, I encourage that because especially if you're a shy person, yeah, it, it's you got shy kids at home, get them involved in theater. Yeah. It will change their lives for the better. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> um, if you could communicate, Jess Adam, mm. if you could communicate with any animal. <laughs> yes, Larry. Who would that animal, what, what animal would that be? If I could communicate with any animal? Yeah. Um, well, I think the cheap answer is my dog, who's currently at home and probably mad at me for not being there with her. Um, we communicate in our own special way. Uh, I, I'm a, I love dogs. I love dogs I so much. Um, it probably have to be dogs. Yeah. If I could talk to dogs, Scarlett and I, Scarlett, my dog, um, she's almost two years old now. And I am fascinated by the way that we do communicate with each other and, uh, the, how I can tell by what she's doing, what she, and, you know, she can see me and read me kind of in our non, nonverbal cues and, I, I just think it's fascinating. Uh, yeah. That's Dog. awesome. Yeah, she, she's a beauty, too. So we may have to get yeah. a picture of you and Scarlett for yeah. this, this podcast picture. See what I, I can think. do. There's enough of me in those <laughs> pictures. I want a picture of you and Scarlett. Um, I kind of know the answer to this next one. Oh, um, no. Oh, no. Do you do any impressions? I do. <laughs> I You do a lot of impressions. And they're not all good by any means. They're not. They're, they're not I just... I have this fascination with when I hear something that, that catches my attention, uh-huh. even if it's like the sound of a blender going, I try, it's almost to where I, uh, it's controllable, but I instinctually want to recreate that it's sound. It's almost an obsession, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. To where I'll hear a mixer going, and I want, I have to make that same noise with my mouth just to see if I can. And so it's it's not something you want to do in public when you're <laughs> around people that you need to uh, uh, respect you or something. Uh, but yeah, I like I, I like to do impressions of people. Um, I do a bad Jimmy Stewart. Um, well, you did that one once on one of our yeah, and it was it was all it never got any better. <laughs> it's not your money's not here. It's in, in Bill's house and Tom's house. That's uh, my horrible. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mr. Uh, Stewart. I will vouch for you in saying that your best impressions are when people are not expecting it. Yeah. When you know it's coming, but the other people that you're with don't know it's coming. Yeah. And they're so good. <laughs> and I just encourage you, if you meet Jess, get a lunch with him one-on-one and just wait because it'll come. Yeah, I, I tell you, I don't know what it is about me, but there's there's something within my DNA that I just always feel a need to I don't know if it's to perform but I love to make people laugh and I feel most comfortable with someone else if I can make them laugh sure and I feel like that tension's broke uh broken I feel like uh, suddenly we have a connection that makes me feel more comfortable and hopefully them the same so yeah I I do so many of the things that I do just to try to make other people happy uh and to get them to laugh um so yeah, I'm trying to think of who else I do impressions. Of. I I do a really bad Bernadette Peters. <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> you just make your mouth really little, and you try to talk with a lot of vocal fry. Blah. That's pretty good. That's um, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Do you do a, an Ethel Merman? Because I love an Ethel Merman. Yeah, I can it's almost so do loud that, that you have to you know, <laughs> scoot the mic away from it. <laughs> we, we're, we're both theater folks, so <laughs> that's why I know that that's a fun one to do. Uh, what was? Uh, can you do Ethel Merman from Gypsy? <laughs> <laughs> I could. Oh, That's my gosh. dream role. If I could ever play, that would Mama be my Mama Rose. Mama Rose is my dream role. Yeah. Mama Rose or Velma Kelly. Yeah, Chicago, yeah. great. Those are my two. What's I, your dream role for stage? Um, I have a musical that I love called Parade. Okay. Uh, music by Stephen Sondheim based on a uh, true life story that came out of Marietta, Georgia a long, long, long time ago. Um, and uh, it's a really sad story, but I kind of like sad stories okay. like that. Um, but fascinating, uh, fascinating tale about a guy uh, from New York who marries um, somebody from Georgia and he relocates to Georgia uh, to work for her father in the pencil factory. And then a bunch of stuff happens. It's sad. So Aww. I won't give I don't the... Think I, know. I mean, I've heard of it, but I didn't know the story of it. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's very sad. But I, I love those dramatic tales like that. Yeah. And I, I love... Um, I love shows and roles that make you have all the feelings, you know, yeah. and not just um, uh, those things really, really reach out to me for some reason, the depth of that. But also I think being like being the sidekick, like the wacky neighbor character, that's where you get the that's laughs. Definitely. Those are fun, you know, to be like a new heart and you're the next door neighbor. Uh, Howard, I think was the name of yeah. it. He was the pilot and he was always jet lagged and everything to be Kramer from Seinfeld. That that wacky guy to come in. I think those would be fun. Um, so really, I'd play just about any character if I could. But What's the most fun character you've played? Um, I did a night of one X uh, as a community member after I'd already uh, gotten out of school. They were putting on an evening of one X that were all student directed. And one of those, gosh, I don't even know if I can remember the name of it. I think it may have been like five alarm fire or something. But um, I got to be a just bizarre fire chief man who walked into an apartment it was like an absurdist play yeah. so none of it really made any sense and everything that was going on was just supposed to be bizarre and so i got to be a uh, strange strange fire chief who shows up at an apartment that's on fire and uh, i'm wearing my bibbed overalls and uh, my fireman's hat and uh, it was not in correct attire uh, and then his partner comes in with a violin and like the whole thing was just bizarre, but <laughs> I had so much fun being that character because uh, this script was already supposed to be so absurd that I felt like anything I do is going to be fine right. in this context. That you couldn't mess it up. It just go yeah. the crazier, the better. Absolutely. I've, I've got fun. to play some really, really fun roles. I most recently was uh, Jamie in the last five years. And we did that, that at, at uh, Greenville University's Factory Theater before I left there. And um, the I had I didn't have as much fun doing the show, but I had so much fun in the role, getting yeah. to play that part. And it's it's an interesting tale of a relationship that's doomed from the start. But uh, the again, see, it's all those depths of feelings. For sure. Me. The characters tell the story in two different um, 
ways. One of them tells it from the breakup and backwards okay. all the way to, then to the beginning. And then my character, Jamie, tells the story from the beginning of the relationship to the end. And so they trade off scenes. Aww. And so you know at the beginning that it's going to end, but then you see how he fell in love with her. And it's, but yeah, great music by Jason Robert Brown. He and Stephen Sondheim, my favorite composers. Great That's music. Excellent. And what, and what is the name of that again? That one is The Last Five Years. Okay. There yeah, was a check that movie out. version that's out yeah. that's not as good as the stage version, but that's just my opinion. And it, it, it costs as much as I'm charging you now. Nothing. It's, Nothing. It's, it's worthless. Uh, <laughs> no, no. It's invaluable. Yeah. So. Oh. Ooh, nice. Ooh. I will tell you my most interesting role. Yeah. I can't remember exactly the, the name of the play. I think it was like the 1940s murder radio murder mysteries or something like that. I played one of triplets, a oh, triplet that killed their one of them. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but in the end, I was a cross-dressing Nazi, homicidal Nazi oh. cabaret singer um, in post-World War wow. II um, Manhattan. That's, that's <laughs> layered like an onion right there. Yeah, you didn't find out till the end that I was the murderer. It oh. was... It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was uh, made my mom laugh like crazy. So that's always fun. We can make people laugh. But yeah, theater. I'm telling you, if you can get into it, get into it. Whether it's community, um, it just uh, makes life more interesting. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Oh gosh, what else am I going to ask you? Um, aside from Greenville, what mm -hmm. is your favorite place to visit? Uh, I love Walt Disney World. Epcot <gasps> is my favorite park at Walt Disney World absolutely epcot 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 um so much fun i i love food i love different types of food so epcot's one of my favorite places to go because you just walk around the lagoon and you can try so many different things that are from so many different cultures um and every time i've been there i've also been with really good people so it's been fun to be uh to be there with my pals and uh, in a place like that and uh, the spaceship Earth, when you go ride the thing that looks yeah. like a golf ball, that's my favorite ride at Disney World. It's so simple and silly, and uh, but I love it, yeah. I had no idea, see? And I've known Jess for a couple of years now, and I did not know that. Yeah. And we've had many lunch. Yeah, many yeah, lunch. See? <laughs> see? Yeah, yeah. Learning something new. Well, I have really um, enjoyed this, as always. Yeah, me too. It's been a lot of fun. Yes. And we're going to get uh, upstairs, and we're going to do our first ever What's Cooking in Greenville. Yeah. Um, we'll see what what comes out of the oven right. on that one. Um, <laughs> I don't know what we've got upstairs. How many, how many more kitchen references? I don't know. I don't know. Well, Too many put cooks. Put in a dash of this, a, a healthy <laughs> We're going to spice it up and uh, we'll see you later. How about that? Um <laughs> We have too much fun. Yeah. But I want to thank all of you for tuning in to another episode of the Greenville Smart Podcast. Thanks again, Jess, for being my, it, you know, you should get like an award. It's like uh, hosting Saturday Night Live for so many times. I think this might be your fourth or fifth yeah. podcast. This coffee right here is thanks. Oh, there you go. That's yeah. the award. Yeah, mm. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs> Stay tuned for uh, more Greenville Smart Podcast. And by all means, get out. Visit Greenville, come to all these cool new events, and we will talk to you soon. Bye.